everybody needs to be included in this. All those dearly gathered here, we have come today to mourn the future of a city that is killing free zones. The LDB, the last cultural free zone standing in the hills of Limber, is being murdered. We are now at the point where several different real estate moguls are outbidding each other in order to get their hands on the empty factory that hosts the LBB. But the LBB was more than just a building. It was a home and a habit for artists, musicians, and activists of all kinds. It was a place where people could come together to express themselves freely and to share their talents and ideas with others. And despite its faults, the drama, and the problems that many of us who have seen it from the inside are so familiar with, the LBB was a living space, one that breathed its life into the days and nights of the city. But apparently, the municipality sees no need for this liveliness if it cannot make money from it. Apparently, no food needs to be shared with a growing number of houseless people. Apparently, housing is not a priority for the Maastricht City Council, when it stands in the way of real estate development. Art can only be produced for high-class galleries, and a night of dancing is a commodity to be bought and sold. Free culture. 
join us. We have waited too long and it's time to be creative because the LED has been one thing in the past and it can be so much more in the future. Thank you so much for tuning in. Wherever you're listening to, either on SoundCloud or RT 107.5 FM, this is Student Radio Maastricht, and this is indeed the second hour, as promised. Um, what you heard there was um, was the speech by Maya, which was also given in Dutch by Elijah. We'll come to that in a minute, but before we go, we have to mention the song you heard there, the track you heard there, is called Vivo Art Temple by the band Wild Sheep. Thank you very much, Daniel Zanin. Massive shout out for, for sharing these fantastic tracks, which really I couldn't have shared with Maastricht without LVB and without you coming to LVB in your camping van. This is from their album Milza. And uh, yeah, like I said before, this is a special episode covering the protest organized by LVB, a morning march in May, um, where we were also recording uh, some of uh, some of the protesters uh, and the participants, and I think the next next um, the next guest has a very special introduction. This one is directly introduced by Ramu. Give it up for Elijah. <laughs> Elijah, thank you very much for taking the time. And um, yeah, you, you have been living in Delgie Bay uh, for, for a couple of years now. Do you want to say about your experiences? How did this happen? Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I've been in Maastricht for five years already. That's also when I met you quite directly after I moved here. Um, been quite involved with the LBB for like three years, almost four, I would say. I already helped a lot with uh, organizing the events before I actually moved in. Um, kind of the same as daily, you know, like uh, I was spending every second of my free time in this place. And at some point people were just saying like, yeah, dude, just move in, you know, that, that was the more logical uh, step to take. Um, I lived there for almost two years, I think. And um, yeah, it's been good. It was good. It was good. I say now because actually I uh, officially moved out in January. But uh, I'm still, I still want to be very involved with the place because it means a lot to me in a lot of ways. And you have been involved with this subculture, let's say, with Mandrove, LBB, B, and a lot of the artists uh, here. Do, do, do you want to say how, how has it affected you in your personal life? Do you also feel sometimes that your, uh, your, your social life gets limited to LBB? Because you are one of the people who actually go out uh, quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. Dude, the LBB, in, it influenced me massively. Like, it made me grow so much as a person. Um, I was going through a really rough time when I got to Maastricht. And... Um, Especially being so involved in the LBB and finding community because I was I was squatting before I came to Maastricht already, but the LBB is really something special in itself, you know. Like there's a lot going on all the all the time, all the time, and I've never lived in a place so messy and so it is it's a lot, you know. But the LBB really um, changed me in a way that I became so much more confident and. Um, it, it it taught me a lot about myself you know what what are my what are my boundaries and what are like how how do i treat other people anyway the lbb made me grow a lot as a person i became more confident i became more able to to set my own boundaries i learned how to have constructive conversation and discussion with people which is a very important skill to have in life um yeah, when you when you talk about the social life aspect, um, I did spend like a shit ton of my time in this place, and I, I loved it to the fullest, you know, because I loved being with my housemates. 
um, because they be they become your friends, you know, they become your best friends actually, uh, the people you talk to all the time and the people that you have around you all the time. But yeah, I think uh, what we talked about before, I, I think at the time that I lived there, I was the only one that was really going out, um, which is also something that I really needed because there's a lot of other beautiful people in this city, which I created very beautiful friendships with. Um, but they, of course, also come here all the time. And yeah, what Daly said also before, it, it's very hard to leave this place sometimes when you feel like you have such a big responsibility. Oh yeah, the, the responsibility is real. I mean, it is not just responsibility, it's a lot of time-consuming work, basically. Yeah. Following up on events, organizing events, getting equipment, tech, lights, sounds, all of it, I mean, by and all, before before we before the end of the show, I, I personally would like to thank all of you for making this happen and making my life in Maastricht uh, really, really something very special. Like like we heard in the first hour, students saying they wouldn't know where to go, and neither would I. Um, thank you so much, uh, Elijah. Next up, we have the lovely Mariella. I wanted to stay till October, but I booked a flight back to join this protest. Thank you. I'm really happy that I'm here, and um, I also made a speech. Also some funny facts, so here we go. Hello, you human beings. Thanks for being here today all together. Today we demonstrate, we demonstrate for who we are, we demonstrate for our culture. Maybe we die, but we will not be forgotten. Maybe we will not die, and still we will not be forgotten. And if we die as LBB, Maastricht will be practiced. If the city wants to be a cultural city, a city for everyone, go back to sleep, wake up, look in the mirror, and think about it again. A goddamn joke if the municipality and the Sheik and Shun Maastricht still believe in their visions and how the city should look like. The LDP, after 21 years, is a solid rock, but it feels like a salty rock. Slowly we are dripping, but today we start the revolution. And we go back to a strong ship floating on the waters and conquer our position right here, right now. Two years ago, we had a talk in our Albert B. office with the Minister of Culture, his manager, and a member of the GroenLinks party. Even though they mentioned a few times that they admire the LBB, but we have to consider and be prepared for the fucking final countdown. Actually, this one member of GroenLinks came up with a new ID some months before this meeting. A cultural free zone 2.0. She literally copy-pastes a text from our LBB website into her new concept. A text from our website that describes what a cultural free zone is. So, young lady, be original and don't steal our fucking concept. she knew as soon she would start about her new concept about her way of cultural free zones, she would get destroyed by our opinion. After 20 minutes I stopped the conversation we had because I couldn't understand the political bullshit they were talking about. I felt like we were in the twilight zone. All faces turned towards me and I just said, can we have a normal conversation from human to human? And I have just two questions. Can you tell us when we will get evicted and do you have an alternative for us? No answer could be given, but they proposed us to maybe move into the Kunstfront, the Mondrill. I couldn't believe what they said. So, do you realize, you people, you take away our safe place, a place where people live, sleep, eat, move, talk, fight, and just live together as a community? And do you realize you take away a place which is a safe space for not only the living community, but you also take away the space for a lot of human beings? There will be nothing left for us. 
All of a sudden, one of them asked what we did during the lockdown, the famous pandemic. I said, well, we went to the supermarket, cooked together, watched the movie, and we went to bed. And you can't believe the answer. One of them said, like us. And I said, yes, just like you. Don't act like we are aliens. We take a shit in the toilet, we can even flush it. We cook because we have a kitchen. <laughs> staying tuned in that was the speech made by Mariella during the protest um, and what you're listening to is Student Radio Maastricht either on RT 107.5 FM or on SoundCloud wherever you're listening to massive thanks uh, for, for joining us and as I mentioned earlier it's a special episode covering the protests uh, of LBB the protest of LBB on May 20 a uh, bit of a sad day um, and indeed uh, we are listening to the reactions from the people and also from some, some residents in the building. Now, we also have actually a student who did your project in the building. Takwa, do you want to say hello? Hi. Thank you so much, Takwa, for taking the time. And yeah, do, do you want to say what you study, where you're from, and how did you end up in LVV making a project? Yeah, so I'm uh, currently part of the Second Floor Artist Collective in LVV. Second floor because we are in the second floor. Uh, we have an open atelier with um, about six members. Um, I joined LBB in 2021, around the summer. Um, I just came to the rooftop having some beer with uh, some friends. Misha, actually, who used to live here at the time. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, I accidentally met Mariela, who just joined, and she just was standing, and she was talking about the second floor arts collective, and I was like, oh, that sounds really interesting. And I was just studied my bachelor at iArts at uh, the Art Academy. And I was really longing for a community that focuses on um, free creativity, I would say, not just um, 
a space where you just rent as an artist and you just work on your own, but something that actually focuses on togetherness and inspire each other to create something. Um, and yeah, LBB kind of provided that for me. Wow. I've been here since then. Did you actively look for a space like that? Or did you come I to did. The LBB? I did, yeah, yeah, I did. And uh, most companies actually... It's almost like seeking housing, and it's just really capitalistic. Like it's a lot more about profit, uh-huh. um, as opposed to allowing young people or like emerging artists to actually have a space where they don't spend all of their money to rent, but actually you just exist in this space and you create for people. Because at the end of the day, it's an open atelier. Um, it's always open. People who come for parties also come upstairs to see the work. We yeah. have schools who visit to see the work. We give workshops, etc. Um, so in a way, it has this um, um, circularity in it. Yeah. Right, right. And do you want to say a little bit about your project as well? Um, yeah, so the past uh, few months, I've been working um, here at LBB on my graduation work, um, which is called the Lumino Space. Um, it's re-exhibiting again on the 17th of June until August 12th. So if you're listening, you can uh, drop by at Bureau Europa. Um, my research was um, targeting the diaspora community of Sudan in Limburg area. Um, I was trying to understand how people who migrate from completely different social contexts end up in the Netherlands. How does that actually transform our ways of being? Um, and essentially, the Sudanese community does exist here, but it's quite hidden. And the past few months, I've really just been focused on researching, um, almost like sort of socially mapping the space uh, in Maastricht. Like, where are we? How do we exist? Um, How does identity transform when you are in a space that no longer belongs to your original home nor the new space that you're integrating in it? How do you exist in that in-between liminal space? Um, And also simultaneously working on ceramics and clay that's of Limburg area. Um, so there's quite a lot of, yeah. Well, I've, um, I have to say I'm quite lucky that I've actually seen your expo. <laughs> yeah, and definitely highly recommended. It's not something you see, it's something you touch and feel. Um, and it's free, right? Yes, uh, yes. Yeah. And as part of a graduation project, no, absolutely fantastic, uh, fantastic you. work. Thank you. And uh, yeah, and I'm really glad you did this in LBB. I mean, there are of course more people who have done, uh, who have used the LBB space, uh, as you said, for some very particular, very specific reasons. Yeah. How do you feel about the the municipality's plans for the building? <laughs> do you think it it's necessary? Does it add other alternatives? I think it's conflicting because, like, if it were only them trying to create uh, living complexes here, obviously that would be quite tricky for us to give up this um, cultural space. But the dilemma here is that they kind of inserted this, like, oh, we're going to integrate the Tunnel Academy, you know? So for us, it was very hard to kind of take position because we were afraid that there will no longer be art or no longer be culture. But they created this... um, thing where they inserted the Tunnel Academy so that you can't really complain about anything. So now, as an art student, I don't really know almost where I stand. Like, Of course, I'm torn apart because um, there won't be this free space for me as an artist where I could just create cathartically. Um, <laughs> really, it's been like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, I think it's quite conflicting. It's hard. They kind of they played with that really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of it's, course. I mean, yeah. that's part of part of politics. Yeah. Uh, and I'm really glad you're breaking it down for the audience because we will be indeed, like uh, like I said earlier, uh, releasing this episode on SoundCloud and also on the radio. And I think it's important also for the for the new students coming into town to yeah. know and find out about this one and only LBB. Like I keep saying. There are plenty of, indeed, housing next to rivers. There are plenty of, let's say, luxury apartments on riverbanks. But there is no LBB anywhere else. Uh, <laughs> no, no. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, really, it's really bewildering how the, the city doesn't, yeah, 
doesn't um, support an initiative. No, but I think in my head there is some sort of hope that this, in a way, would turn around because obviously things now are extremely capitalized and there was a need to kind of create this um, um, hurricane tourism space for restaurants and money, money, money. But I think once people have nothing else to build on and that doesn't function properly anymore, I think we will get back to the essence of community again. All right. Hey, thank you so much. Uh, Takwa for joining and introducing your 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 project. Uh, very nice. Do check it out on seventeenth of June. Seventeenth of June until August twelfth. Yes, at Bureau Europa. And we will be listening to some more speeches made during the protests. Uh, coming up next, a speech by Free Palestine Maastricht and the feminists of Maastricht. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Next up, Free Palestine. <laughs> Are human rights. 
and a multitude of other gatherings that celebrate and elevate the different voices in our community. Through our collaborations with the squad, we have strived to create spaces that nurture solidarity in Maastricht. But today, today, we find ourselves confronted with the prospect of losing this vibrant space. The threat of eviction casts a shadow of uncertainty over the future of the LBB and the opportunities it affords us. If we allow this cultural free space to be dismantled, we will lose more than just a building. We will lose a vital hub for creativity, resistance, and community building. We have to recognize the significance of places like this one. They represent the power of collective action, the ability to reclaim our city, and challenge the norms that seek to stifle our voices. In a world that often silences us, this squad has stood as a symbol of what can be achieved when we work together. The LBB has an invaluable asset in the efforts of creating a unified activist community here in Maastricht. This is why we call upon each and every one of you to join us in preserving the LBB. Let us rally behind this cause, lending our voices, our strength, and our determination to ensure that this space endures. Let us stand united against the forces that seek to erase the possibilities of a more creative and diverse Maastricht. Today, today we raise our voices in solidarity. Let us march forward together. We will not be silenced. We will not be ignored. We will fight for the preservation of invaluable cultural free spaces like the LBB so it can be a refuge for generations to come. Thank you very much. The people united will never be defeated. 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 Thank you so much for staying tuned in and joining on this fantastic journey uh, covering the, the protest on May 20th uh, by LBB, organized by LBB, and providing deeper insights into the, um, into the topic, uh, also contextualizing uh, the moments and the decisions by the Kementa. Do you have any final words before we go? Takwa, Elijah, Devi, Maria? I mean, yeah, so we've been talking about the protest. Um, I just want to say it's, it's not going to be the last protest because there's a, there's a, it's a, there's a nice motivated team um, working on more action. I also actually want to thank all these people from the bottom of my heart because there's some people that don't live here that also haven't been here that, that many times who are... Um, organizing these demonstrations and actions um, and they're, they're really um invested yeah they are very invested exactly and they're putting they're putting a lot of time and effort into this and they're helping us a shit ton mm -hmm. and we're all very happy about it because everyone that's living in this place has a lot of different things to do and we all have a big very big workload but with the group of people that we have in the, the core action group right now, they're all helping a lot, a lot, a lot, which is incredible. And if there is anyone listening right now who, which it starts a little fire in your heart, you know, don't hesitate to, to contact us because everyone's help is very welcome. And uh, we're not gonna be silenced. We will not be silenced. We're gonna keep fighting for what LBB is and what it means to us. So. Free culture. Free culture. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Massive thanks indeed. Massive thanks for not just saying that, but actually for, uh, for existing and, 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 and organizing all these 
all these amazing events. Uh, by the way, speaking about events and the coming up talk, uh, you guys hungry? Do you want to go check out the food bank? Ah, yeah. All right. Yeah. I think I think that's a nice segue to the to the last uh, last talk. And following that, there will be a song by team, depending on where you're listening to. Thank you very much again, uh, RTV, for broadcasting the episode and to our audience um, for tuning in. Bye-bye. Bye bye. So next up, apart from all the creativity from the housing and from the free expression, there's one of the most essential initiatives in the LBB, and you probably all know it. It's the food bank, so come up! <laughs>
regular participants to our events are used to seeing all this. However, everyone who for the first time comes to our place is impressed by seeing these huge amounts of food and how this is transformed into a proper three-course meal or how many people can satisfy their basic needs for decent food, which they normally could not afford. Tribe, which is a part of the Sio tribe, and it's, it's, it means something like 
everyone and everything is connected. And yeah, yeah, that's right. So what we need to do is take care of ourselves first. We have to love ourselves in order to love other people, right? And to love our environment, to be good to our, our environment. And that's the only way that we can, um, can thrive as human beings. Um, and there's one word in it, and it's called, it's Pachamama, and it actually means the universal mother, so the womb of, um, of everything. Uh, the Lakota Indians, they thought that uh, everything was equal. A stone was as much worth as the sun, or a grain of sand as much worth as a human being or a bird, because everything is connected. I'm gonna um, sing this song, and I want you to repeat. So I'll give you the cue to answer the call. Is that okay? This is the easy part. All together. Pachamama. Pachamama. Try it with me. Mitakuye oyasin, mitakuye oyasin. Mitakuye oyasin, owakantanka. I don't know what that means. Mitakuye oyasin, mitakuye oyasin. Come on, sing it. Mitakuye oyasin, owakantanka. Do it again. Mitakuye oyasin, mitakuye oyasin. Mitakuye oyasin, owakantanka. Mitakuye oyasin, mitakuye oyasin. Mitakuye oyasin, owakantanka. All together. Pachamama. Pachamama. Mitakuye oyasin, mitakuye oyasin. Mitakuye oyasin, oakantankan. That's the second voice. Let's go back to the first voice. Mitakuye oyasin, mitakuye oyasin. Mitakuye oyasin, oakantanka. Okay. Less is gonna do it. Hey, I hey, I yaho, hey, I yaho, hey, I hey, I yaho, hey, I yaho, hey, I mama. Go on with that. First ride. Hey, I hey, I yaho, hey, I yaho, 
Mitakuyo 